Hello everyone and welcome to this podcast. My name is Andy, I'm the CEO and I'm the founder of Each Down Veterans Trust and we're doing this podcast series called Mindset Mystery for Veterans where we're talking about different theories that we can relate to veterans and it's also about psychoeducation and how we can help and support people to understand mental health and, and where it's where it comes from, what happens with it and, and why we struggle so much with it really. Um, that's one of the main things. This is episode one, I've done an introduction that's already on our podcast list that everyone can view and watch. Uh, but this is episode one. Episode one today, what we're going to talk about is conditioning. Um, I think this is a massive thing, with, especially with veterans in the veteran community. Um, and not many people realise it until we start talking about it and and really get into the depths of conditioning. You know, what is conditioning? Where does it come from? Uh, conditioning first was first come out from a theorist called Pavlov, Ivan Pavlov. Uh, th- I do believe it was the late 1800s that he came out with the, the theory of conditioning and how everyone's conditioned a certain way. I was conditioned, you were conditioned, whoever's watching this, everyone's been conditioned. We're all conditioned by our parents for a start when we're in childhood and we're all growing up. Being potty trained, that's part of conditioning. We can call it potty trained, but we're actually conditioning someone not to wet themselves, yeah, or not to crap themselves. We're conditioning them to use a toilet. That is conditioning. You're conditioning somebody to do something, yeah? And you have that all the way through your childhood. You know, um, you have conditions conditions put on you, you know, from going to school, from being good, behaving yourself, doing what you're told, put the washing in the washing basket, eat your tea, eat your dinner, make sure, you know, we watch it on TV, eat your five a day. That's all conditioning. Everyone's, everyone's being conditioning. And with conditioning, what comes with it as well is a set of rewards and punishes. Um, and we'll get onto them a little bit further on. Um, conditioning was then redone again by another guy called Skinner um, that was done where he did some experiments with rats and this is where I can really relate it um, to, towards veterans and, and being in service and being in service myself you know if you imagine you're grown up you're being conditioned by your school teachers by your parents by your family by your loved ones by your friends you know all these different people are conditioning you to be a certain way you know being conditioned to like a certain football team to like a certain sport to like a certain computer game all these different things from your friends, you know, from your family, like I've already said, you know, potty training, all the way up to going to school, conditioning, you must do well in your exams. All these different things are all conditioning that people are trying to do to you. Yeah, so you're 16, 17, you've had that conditioning. And why I, why I believe that veterans struggle so badly is because when they go from that lifestyle, 16, 17, 18, normally when you join the forces, Obviously, you can join up a lot later these days, but 16, 17, 18, you've gone from that environment of being conditioned by your parents and you go into, con- you go into conditioning by the military. Day one, week one, you walk in, you know, you're getting shouted and screamed at. Um, you know, you must shave every day. You're conditioning you. You must have a shave every day. Yeah. You must uh, go and get your hair cut short. You know, I remember a, a guy walking in with my basic training. He had hair down to his ears and the, f- the sergeant turned around him straight away and said, you need three haircuts. And off he went, he came out with the skinhead, you know. He was being conditioned to have his hair certain way. We conditioned to do as we told. We conditioned by the screaming and shouting and following orders to do as you told, especially on the battlefield. And that's why he conditioned that way. Now, why do people struggle so much when they leave the forces from that conditioning? Because they've been conditioned and they've been put in a bubble in such a way that when they actually leave the forces, there is no conditioning to to go from the military life to the civilian life, so the things that you will get away with in the military life, you just can't get away with in the civilian life. I found that out firsthand when I came out. 
you know, I had an argument with a manager in the military, it would have come to fisticuffs. There's no doubts about it. But in civilian life, that cannot happen. Yeah, I nearly lost my job. I didn't hit him or I didn't strike him. But you know what? It was getting that way. And I got told by another manager, listen, Andy, you're not in the, you're not in the military anymore. You cannot do that. And that's one of the reasons so many people struggle when they come out because they've been conditioned. You know, you've been conditioned that your rent comes off your wages and it's a lot less rent than where you would pay anywhere else. You know, your, your gas and electric, it all comes off your wages. You don't pay water rates. You know, that was something that when I got out, that I was out, I was just, you know, absolutely baffled that Northumbria Water was saying, yeah, you owe us 30 odd quid a month for, for water. I was like, and I phoned them up and I was like, yeah, are you, are you taking the mic here? And they were like, why? I said, it's because water comes out of the sky. You know, why do I have to pay for that? But that was that was because I'd been conditioned to not pay water rates. I'd been conditioned not my gas and electric, my rent come off me, come off my wages. And what I was left with after that was my money, you know, and we were all being conditioned. Now, if you go back to the theory of Skinner, Skinner did this experiment and he did the experiment with rats in a box. Yeah. And this is where it comes down to punishes and rewards. Okay. So the rat was in the box and what the rat had to do was it had to press a button. Now, if it pressed that button, yeah, it would get rewarded. So it gets a reward. Yeah. A piece of food. If it didn't press the button and it just took a piece of food, it would get electric shock. She was getting the punisher. Surely everyone who's watching this who's serving the forces can relate that relate that. The reward was so little in the sense of you know, you just got something to eat. But the punisher was massive because the punisher was you know, you're gonna get an electric shock. Over time during this experiment, Skinner discovered that the rat, he conditioned the rat to be a certain way. So every time the rat wanted some food before it took the food, it would press the button. Once it pressed the button and knew it wasn't going to get an electric shock, so it would just take the, take the food. Yeah? People who have served, or people who go into the military, are very much conditioned in the same way. You know, you can imagine, imagine being in basic training, you know, and you're getting told, yeah, you know, hang in your kit, pull your boots, brush your berry, have a shave, wash your teeth, you know, and you're getting prayed, and someone comes around and inspects you with a fine tooth comb, you know. And the reward is, you get to stay on parade. However, the punisher is absolutely massive. Yeah, if the punisher is, if you've got the slightest crease in the wrong place on your trousers or on going down the sleeve of your shirt, then that night you're behind the guard and you, you're doing short prayers and it's your time that's getting wasted. Yeah, because you've, you've got that crease in the wrong place or, you know, you haven't ironed your clothes properly. They, that's a massive punisher, an absolutely massive punisher where the reward for that is you get to stand still. Yeah, very much the same as the rat. The rat, its reward, it just got fed. It could have some food. The punisher was massive. It was going to get, it was going to get like, you know, an electric shock put through its body. So the punisher was massive and the rewards were so little. And through the military life, that that very much goes with, with what happens in military life, where the fact is, is that you're, you're being conditioned by the military to be a certain way. You're being conditioned not to argue. You're being conditioned to, to follow follow orders to do as you're told especially when you get in the battlefield but the rewards for that are minimal and minimal the punishes if you don't do as you're told are massive and i mean i remember you know once i was sat i was sat in the rangers in the military and i just got in i just sat down that unclipped my helmet just so i could take a drink of water me my sergeant so this was in basic training actually the sergeant said uh, he asked us if i thought i was an american and i said no i'm very much british and he said to us, he says, do you know what I am? And I was thinking to myself in my mind a few few different names. Um, and I was like, no, Sergeant. And he said, I'm the, I'm the military, Royal Signals, British Army. 
Hammerthrough champion of the world. And uh, he took me helmet, did two two twirls and threw me helmet. Um and I get down on me on my hands and knees and let it crawl about 60, 70 meters all the way to the helmet, put the helmet on, fasten it up, then crawl crawl all the way back. That was a massive punisher for doing something so simple as unclipping my helmet just to have a drink. What would be the reward if I didn't unclip my helmet? I would be able to sit there. But the punisher was massive. I was leopard crawling 60, 70 meters to go and get my helmet and bring it back again. So this is what I mean about, you know, in the military where we have rewards, they are very, very minimal, but the punishers are absolutely massive, you know? So you, you can see how you're conditioned to be a certain way. And if you think about the military, military career, I served 13 years in the British Army. So if you think about the military career, how often do you get told, you know, you know, I just cheer up, stop, men don't cry and all this sort of stuff. So when you come out and you're struggling with your mental health, that it's that conditioning that you've still got from the military life where you're scared. You're scared to ask for the help because it's just not done from the, from the upbringing you have. I was a big big strong soldier i was being strong at airmen sailor you know marine whatever you know and we may we we've been conditioned in a way where it's wrong to ask for the help but actually now you're in serious street it's not wrong it's right you know and it's the hardest thing to do is to come forward and, and actually ask for the help and it's because you've had the conditioning from what military life is but you've had no conditioning to what civilian life is you know your condition in the military life is like you work with people, you live with them, they socialise them. You know, there's no conditioning to coming to coming out of that and sitting on your own in a house every night and letting your thoughts actually run over overdrive about experiences that you've had to the point where you, your mental health is going out of control. And that's where a lot of, unfortunately, substance misuse, you know, alcohol misuse comes in because they use these masks to cover that when it's actually not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is to come forward to the likes of East Down Veterans Trust, for example, and ask for the help and ask for the support. And that's what we want to do is, is give as many people the support. But that's all about the conditioning that you've had in, in life. You know, like I said, you've had conditioning as a child. You know, you go into the military, you haven't conditioned the way they want you to live a life. The conditioning is, is where you don't speak up, you do as you're told, you follow orders. Yeah. But when you come from that life into into civilian life, there's no conditioning to take you from one to the other. And that's why we see so many veterans and veterans' families really, really struggling with civilian life. Yeah, wishing they were still back in the military, you know, and so scared to come forward and ask for their help. And that's really, really not the case. Yeah, and that is all about conditioning. And that's what conditioning is. Like I said, I started with a guy called Ivan Pavlov in the late 1800s and have been conditioned to be a certain way. And you still have that in some aspects when you do come out of the military. If you know, for example, if you go and work for a company and the company tell you you're starting at 6 a.m. in the morning, then you've got to condition yourself every morning to get up, you know, five o'clock, wash, shaved, everything else. If that's what you do, you know, get grab some break, get in your car, drive to work. That's all conditioning that you have to be there. So you're conditioning your body. That's when people say, or oh, my body time clock will wake us up at like five because you're so used. Because what you're doing is you're conditioning your body to be like that. Yeah, think of it as like an athlete. An athlete kind of just go, you know, and run 100 meters in, in nine seconds. They do lots and lots of training. What they're doing is they're conditioning. They're conditioning themselves. They're conditioning the body. They're living their life in a certain way all by conditioning. The rewards is at the end is absolutely massive for them. Yeah. In the fact that they can go, you know, and and win win a race and win gold and get lots of money for it, yeah, they're conditioning themselves to gain a certain way. In the military, it's not quite the same. Yes, you're conditioning yourself all the time, 
but you're conditioned into a life that they want. A lot of it is screaming and shouting. We don't know how to talk to people when we come out. Yeah, there's another video that we'll do in a couple of weeks' time. It's going to be all, all around talking to people, and it's called the PAP model, and we'll be, we'll be talking about that in a lot more depth. But at the moment, we're talking about conditioning, and I just want people to think about watching this video and listening to this on the podcast, you know, what actually conditioning is. And I'm sure you can relate to so many instances in your life where you've been conditioned. You know, you've been conditioned to do something over and over again where it just becomes part of your life. That is conditioning. And that's what that's what we've gone through as the human beings. We have been conditioned. It's not just human beings, it can be animals. You know, you you condition your dogs to to go outside to have a crap and to, to weigh and, and stuff like that. You condition them to eat out of a bowl, you know, you condition them not to go upstairs in your house if you don't want that. You condition them not to jump on not to jump on the sofa, you know. But think about when you train the dog. When you train the dog and it does a roll over, it lies in its back so you can rub its belly, you reward it, don't you? And that's part of conditioning, remember? Yeah, you reward the dog, you give it a little treat. Now, if it doesn't do it, you don't reward the dog. Yeah, you tell it off. Yeah. That's not rewarding, that's a punisher. Yeah, the dog wants the treat, that's the reward. So over time, once you've trained the dog, it will then go out and do as you're told. Yeah, and that's all about conditioning. So the conditioning that we had in the military is so much different than the conditioning that's in, in civilian street. And that, in my opinion, in what we've seen at Eastern Veterans Trust over the nearly four years we've been doing this now, is, is why so many people struggle. So many people, you know, when we look at suicide rates, they're so high, it's because people are just scared to come forward and ask for the help. And it's because of the conditioning. What we're asking you to do now is just remove that conditioning. You know, if you need the help, please come forward and ask for the help. Because we certainly hate to give you an Eastern Veterans Trust. Yeah, and there's other veterans mental health charities out there. And other mental health charities who have got veterans programs that are there to help you and support you and get through them barriers. Okay. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for listening. I'm Andy. I'm the CEO and I'm the founder of Eastern Veterans Trust. This was episode one. It was all about conditioning. Episode two will be coming up real soon. Thanks very much, Toronto.